Welcome to our Hakel podcast, episode 32 in the series Classic Take, where we will take a classic topic of Mashiach and dig into it a little bit further. This year is dedicated to Nishmas Yeshua Yisrael Mechol Ben Zev Aryeh. Question is, how will we be able to enter the third Beis HaMikdash? We are told that the Beis HaMikdash will be surrounded with a wall of fire. There's a famous uh, phrase that we're familiar with from a song, Mikdash built of flames. How will we be able to enter a Mikdash with flames and not get burnt? So there's, uh, we will use this as a springboard to discuss what the third Beis HaMikdash will be built out of. We know that there is, in general, a very... Uh, big discussion and uh, difference of opinion. Who will build the third base Hamidrash? Will it be built by Hashem in heaven, or will it be built by human beings, by Mashiach, who they, you know, constructed with uh, the help of human beings? And we know that there's many sources that point in this direction, other sources that point in the other direction. There's a number of ways of reconciling the seeming contradiction. Um, one way of reconciling, reconciling the seeming contradiction is that there will be two aspects to the Beis HaMikdash, to the future Holy Temple. There will be the physical aspect, the physical stones and gold and silver that we will build down here. And within that, Hashem will bring down a spiritual Beis HaMikdash, a heavenly Beis HaMikdash that will become like a soul to the body, that will become the holiness that's manifest within the physical Beis HaMikdash. So they're both true, according to one understanding, and um, there's two components, the physical and the spiritual. Based on this, we some people explain that we know that the third Beis HaMikdash will be built with fire, we say in the prayer of Nachim on Tishabov, which we say by Mincha of Tishabov in the blessing of Lirushalayim, we say that uh, Hashem burnt the Beis HaMikdash through fire, and he will rebuild it through fire. And he brings a pasuk, that I Hashem will be a wall of fire surrounding it, pasuk in Zechariah. And based on that, we use the phrase that the Beis HaMikdash will be built with fire. And accordingly, what does it mean it will be built with fire? Like I asked before, if it will be built with fire, it will probably uh, might be dangerous to walk through. So the explanation is that it's referring to a spiritual Beis HaMikdash. The term fire is often used in uh, Tanakh and the Gemara and in, the, in our books as a phrase, as referring to something spiritual, something holy, since we know that fire is the most spiritual, most refined element that we have in existence today. And therefore, it is a metaphor for the spiritual element of the Beis HaMikdash, which will come down from heaven, which that will be built with fire. And that will complement the physical base Hamidrash, which will be built by physical material. However, there are other interpretations of, uh, of uh, I'm sorry, there's other ways of reconciling this contradiction of who will build the base Hamidrash. Amongst them is that the base Hamidrash will be built from heaven, just we will put up the doors. There's another, there's another um, opinion that ex- another way of understanding is that it depends if the Jewish people are meritorious or not. If they're meritorious, then the Beis Hamidrash will come from heaven. If not, we will build it. So, if it comes from heaven and is built out of fire, seemingly might be dangerous to walk through. So, first of all, let, let's uh, let's just discuss a little bit what the Beis Hamidrash will be built out of, and we will see what does exactly it mean it will be built out of fire. So, let's start from the basics. If Mashiach will build a Beis Hamidrash. So the halacha is that, you know, when the halacha is halacha, halacha deals with things the way they run in the natural course without relying on miracles. If Mashiach comes, the Beis HaMikdash is not built. Mashiach has an obligation to build the Beis HaMikdash. 
using the materials that are available to him. We all know, for example, that the Gemara tells us that King Shlomo, he used the Shemir worm to to cut the stones for, for the Mizbeach, for the Beis HaMikdash, the different things that were used that required stones that should not be chiseled with metal, so he used a Shemir worm. However, the Rambam doesn't mention anything about the Shemir worm, and the Rebbe explains, the Sikha Shabbos Pasha Sazinu Tav Shalom Zayin, the Rebbe explains that Halacha cannot take into account matters that are beyond human control. So the Shemir worm, the Rambam holds that it existed. The Rambam mentions it in, in his commentary to Pirkei Yavis. It's something that was used. The Rambam holds it was actually used. But from a logic perspective, we have to tell a person how to do things without relying on miracles or without relying on super, uh, you know, abilities that are not part of our normal, uh, 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 within our normal reach. Like having the Shemir worm is something which you know, only uh, with divine help one is able to access. So therefore, the Rambam, he explains how we build a base HaMikdash in Hilchus Beis HaPechira. He doesn't mention a word about the Shemir worm. He gives a way of how to deal. We have an issue. We can't use metal to chisel stones. Certain things we could chisel outside of the base, outside of the Temple Mount. Other things, we have to use stones that we know that are naturally, uh, weren't any no metal touch them depending on if it's used for the Mizbech or not, etc., etc. But the Ramam doesn't mention anything about the Shemir worm. And because basically when the Rebbe uses the term when Mashiach comes, he has to build a Beis Hamikdash without waiting to get access to the Shemir worm. From the perspective of Halacha, you know, if Hashem will make things available, which obviously He will, so then things will be different. But from the perspective of Ro Halacha, we have to, you know, we have to tell a person that he has what, how to deal with the metzias, how to deal with the circumstances that he's in right now and to build a base amitash from the materials that are available to him at the moment. And therefore, the Rambam writes, if there's no stones, that they use bricks in, in certain places and so on and so forth. In other words, there might be a shortage of materials and we have to deal with the materials that we have. This is how Halacha deals with things. Obviously, when Mashiach will come, there won't be a shortage of materials. Hashem will give us divine help to access whatever we need to do in order to build a base Hamidash. But from the perspective of Halacha, we have to deal with, you know, the most basic scenario, and that is how Halacha deals with. From the most basic Halacha, we're going to build a third base Hamidash with the exact same materials that we used for the first or second base Hamidash. However, at the same time, we all know that there's Midrashim how explain how the third base Hamidash will be beautiful, be made out of special precious stones and diamonds and you know, uh, so on and so forth. And there's a famous Gemara. The Gemara teaches a story that in Baba Basra, the, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yechna was once teaching Hashem with big, huge, precious stones that are 30 by 30 amas. Each amas is about a foot and a half, and he will they will be used by the gates of Yerushalayim, and he will make openings in them for so on and so forth. And uh, there was a certain student that laughed at him, and he said that uh, to find such a huge you know, diamond is today to find something like the size of an egg, a diamond and the size of an egg from that type of diamond is, is impossible to find. And you're going to have such huge, you know, the gates of Yerushalayim will be built with uh, with such huge diamonds. So he laughed at it and the Gemara says the story that he, he whatever, whatever the exact interpretation of the Gemara means, but basically he saw a vision how the Malachim were preparing Metals for the um, were preparing precious stones. I mean, for the for, for the gates of Yerushalayim, and he saw exactly as Rabbi Yechanan said that there are 30 by 30 amos, and there was an opening made 10 amos wide by the height of 20 amos, 
and uh, he asks the angels, what are these for? And they said, these are for the gates of Yerushalayim. So he tells Rabbi Yechanan that, you know, what he said is true. So we find that this is the gates of Yerushalayim, or much more so the gates of the Beis HaMikdash, the walls of the Beis HaMikdash, Midrashim speak about, Zayar mentions how we have, how we built in, 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 a, in a very beautiful way with beautiful materials that uh, from gold and silver and precious diamonds and so on and so forth. So obviously, you know, the materials for the third Beis HaMikdash will be very uh, special and, and uh, precious. Is, uh, this is also a little bit highlighted by, there's a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yud Zayin, it says, And uh, there's a Targum, Targum Yonason, and the way it's explained by the Samach Tzedek, in Shir Hashirim, he explains that the floor of the third base Hamikdash will be built with precious cedar woods. And the roof of uh, the beams will be used in the, in the roof of the third base Hamitash, it says, will be cedar trees from Ganeiden. And Samach Tzedek has a whole interesting explanation. He explains this according to Kabbal and Chassidus, what exactly these levels are referring to. But he explains how the first base Hamitash that Shloimlai HaMelech built were built with uh, cedar trees. He, he used wood, you know, within the supports of the base Hamitash. But the Third base Hamikdash, even the floor of the third base Hamikdash will be more precious than the trees that Shlomoi built in the first base Hamikdash, and the roof of the third base Hamikdash will be even greater than that. It will come from Ganeiden, trees from Ganeiden. So obviously, the third base Hamikdash, the materials that we that will be used for the third base Hamikdash, rather will be built by Mashiach or by Debish, will be exp- very expensive, very precious. Very beautiful, it will be a glorious house of Hashem, the full sense of the word. Of, of the word. And uh, that is the materials that they will be built from. Now, if it's built in heaven, so what exactly happens? Do they have in heaven, do they have stones, do they have precious diamonds and gems? So obviously, Debushi could do whatever he wants, but there's one interesting interpretation which explains that the Beis HaMikdash, if it will be built physical, it will be, be built physically by heaven. In other words, not only that the spiritual counterpart of the Beis HaMikdash will be built by Hashem, but if we'll say that the actual physical, you know, stones and bricks or, you know, whatever, these special materials will be built by Hashem. So there's one understanding which explains that it's going to start off as a spiritual structure, but as it will come down, it will become more physical. So, for example, we have by the mon. We know that the mon, which the Jewish people ate in the desert, was inherently was a spiritual food, was a spiritual light that became megushim, that became uh, physical. Let's say the luchos. Some people explain says that the luchos were made by Hashem. So the first luchos was a spiritual entity, which, so to say, became physical. So similarly, the third base hamikdash would could start off as a in a spiritual source, and it comes down in a physical way. But either way, obviously, the Eibushter. There's many Hashem could do whatever he wants. He obviously could, you know, build a physical base Hamikdash up in heaven. And uh, either way, the, the third base Hamikdash will be a very, very beautiful and precious building, the likes of which have never been seen before. Now, the, uh, the, this is all in the level of pshat, of what exactly, you know, how the, how the, the materials will be used in the building of the base Hamikdash. But to understand a little bit more on the meaning of remez of hint and the inner meaning and particularly how it relates, how it affects our avoid and today's day and age and particularly if it'll be built by heaven, so what is it relevant for us to know, you know, how it'll be built, different materials that'll be, that will be used, there must be some type of lesson for it in our avoid Hashem.
So the, uh, there's a few uh, points over here, which is that we know that even though the base Hamidah should be built by heaven, but in essence, we are really building it. In other words, the Beis HaMikdash is being built through our Avoid, through our Torah, through our Mitzvahs, through our good deeds. This is building the Beis HaMikdash. As you know, the famous saying goes that every Mitzvah that we do, we add another brick to the third Beis HaMikdash. So essentially, it's being built by our good deeds. And this is also one way of, one way of interpreting, of, of applying the meaning of, that the third Beis HaMikdash will be built out of fire. Fire is, is obviously it's talking about a spiritual fire coming from Hashem, but um, on a personal level, on a soul level, the fire with which the third base Amida should be built means with the fire of serving Hashem, we will dedicate our heart and soul. And like it says by the Machsis Hashekel, that uh, the Jewish people gave a half a shekel for the base Amida, so Hashem showed Moshe a matpeya shall eish a coin out of fire, and it's explained to me that they gave a physical coin, but they gave it with the full fire of their heart. So it's our fire of our heart of serving Hashem that will be the building, this will be the tractor, this will be the thing that will trailblaze the path of the building the Beis HaMikdash, will be the thing that will, that will, that will you know, be the energy that will build up the Beis HaMikdash above, and uh, thereby having a complete structure ready to come down. So the fire obviously is a godly fire, but it, it's manifest, it, it's brought about through the avoid of a person which is compared to fire. In this sense, our sages, you know, many tzaddikim explain that the building of the Beis HaMikdash is something which every mitzvah that we do adds, you know, more to the Beis HaMikdash, but it's something which depends on how much we're doing the mitzvah. In other words, if you do the mitzvah on a plain level, on a basic level, so like adding a brick to the third base Amikdash. If you do a mitzvah with a geschmack, with a with an extra special care and interest and enthusiasm, so then we add a shining diamond to the base Amikdash. It all depends. We're the ones that are building it. So whatever energy we put in, that is the uh, that will be the final effect that we will see when Mashiach will come. Along these lines, it is also explained that the great Sadikim they build like there's different parts of the Beis Hamikdash. The great Sadikim they build more central parts of the Beis Hamikdash, but every Jew essentially has his part. You know, there's the there's the big guns, there's the big uh, construction, you know, uh, companies, the people that are doing the big jobs. The big Sadikim they maybe build the big vessels, but the Still, every single brick in the Beis HaMikdash is necessary, so every, even an ordinary mitzvah that any Jew does is still part of the structure of the third Beis HaMikdash. Now, getting back to the discussion of the Beis HaMikdash being built with fire, so, as we explained, it has a number of different components to it, but um, there is actually an interesting medrash. The medrash actually asks the question, which we started the, the shir with, how will we be able to go through a Beis HaMikdash built of fire? And first of all, just to pinpoint exactly what this means, what does it mean that Beis HaMikdash will be built with fire? The Pesach actually says that Hashem says you will be a wall of fire surrounding the Beis HaMikdash, which some people interpret on a, on a literal level, not to mean there will be a physical fire, but they interpret it to mean that it will be a protection, a spiritual protection that Hashem won't allow the enemies or any impure forces or anything to, to harm it, right? The second Beis HaMikdash, the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed with fire. So Hashem says, I'll protect it now with fire, then no one will be able to harm it. It doesn't necessarily have to be interpreted in the literal sense of the word that it's talking about a physical fire. But nevertheless, the Medrash 
there's a method psikhtar upside that interprets it to refer to a spiritual you know to, 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 to act, an actual fire that's, that will surround the Beis HaMikdash and it asks the question how will we be able to go through the Beis HaMikdash if we'll be surrounded with fire and he gives the Medish gives a simple answer it says just like uh, you know we find that the Tzadikim Hanani, Mishal and Azai were thrown into the fire in the days of Nebuchadnezzar the famous story how they were thrown into fire because they refused to bow down to the statue that he made and Hashem protected them. They were walking in the fire like they were walking through, uh, you know, like nothing was happening to them. So similarly, it says that the tzaddikim in the future, the fire won't harm them since it will be, you know, a fire from the Eibishter and the tzaddikim will be spiritually connected. So it won't be something that will harm them. On the contrary, it says that they'll actually enjoy it. It's like, let's say somebody goes through a very cold day and he likes to heat himself up, warm himself up. So the tzaddikim will, will enjoy the fire going through. They will be, it won't be something that will harm them. If somebody is not a tzaddik, somebody, you know, unholy things, that fire will destroy. The fire will, con- won't, won't, will you know, it won't be good for, for, for some, something that is opposed to the Beis Amitish, but a tzaddik, the Yidin, Amir Kulim Tzadikim, all Yidin are tzaddikim. So for them, the, the fire that surrounds the Beis Amitish will be beneficial, won't be something that will hurt them. Either way, when Mashiach comes, we'll figure it out. But he, the Rebbe Marash adds an interesting point. He says that he also analyzes the words. We say that the Beis Amitish will be built with fire. It says, Hashem will build the Beis Amitish with fire. And it brings a Pasuk which says, that there'll be a wall of fire surrounding the Beis HaMittish. So the Rebbe Marash asks a question. Uh, he says that the Pasuk only says that a wall of fire will surround it. It doesn't say that the whole Beis HaMittish will be built out of flames. And he explains that, uh, at least this is the interpretation he gives in this moment of Rishlam Mitches, that what it means is, is that since the wall of, of everything, in other words, the thing that protects it all is the main thing of the building. The, the wall of the Beis HaMikdash, when Hashem says there'll be a wall of fire around the Beis HaMikdash, it means this will be the strength, the protection, the the power behind the whole Beis HaMikdash. So since the construction of the Beis HaMikdash is focused on the wall of the fires, which so to say, holding up, giving koyach, giving strength to the whole building, so it's as if the Beis HaMikdash is being built with fire. And he explains that in general, fire consumes. Fire is, uh, is, is uh, both on many different levels. He explains at length, fire is, is, is something that consumes or burns up spiritually. Also, fire is the idea of ali, of elevation of a person, you know, the way of fire is kaloi sanefesh, or a person has a thirst, a yearning for godliness, he's leaving behind this world, he says that the fire of the future won't be a fire of aliyah, won't be a fire of, so to say, of consuming, of burning up physicality, of running away from the world. It will be a fire of revelation of godliness coming down into the world. So to say, the nature of that fire will be the opposite of the way fires, retreya, revelation of fire represents that there's something which is causing a person to depart, to go away from the world. But there, on the contrary, will be a revelation of godliness coming down into the world. Either way, this is some of the uh, some of the uh, meanings of the fire of the third base Amikdash. Getting back to the point that I was saying, the fire starts in the fire in our heart. And the same thing is, the uh, the, uh, the Hassam Seifer says, interesting thing, we say a pasuk, that Boyne Yerushalayim Hashem Debisha builds Yerushalayim, and Nitche Yisrael Yechanes, he gathers in the dispersed um, of Israel, and he heals the broken of heart. And the question is, what is the connection between the broken heart and gathering and building, in, building Yerushalayim? 
And the Chassam Soifer says this, and other Svarim also say this, they say that when a person has a broken heart, he's crying over it, he's bitter about the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, this actually builds the Beis HaMikdash. The fact that a Yid is in pain, he's crying at Mosai, he, you know, he's, he's, he's mourning and it's bothering him, the fact that there's a loss of the Beis HaMikdash, this itself builds the Beis HaMikdash. In a certain sense, this also reflects a very nuanced point. We say that Hashem destroyed the Beis HaMikdash with fire, and Hashem will build the Beis HaMikdash with fire. And one understanding of this is, the Shalab points out, that the Beis HaMikdash was the, the same fire that destroyed the Beis HaMikdash will lead to the building of the Beis HaMikdash. Now, we discussed in the past, in the previous episode, that Mashiach was born on the day of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. In other words, the way Hashem sees it, and we will see it, we will see it this way also when Mashiach will come, we will see how the fire of destruction is really the fire of construction. It wasn't really a destruction, it was leading to the building of the Beis HaMikdash. So similarly, even in our Avodah Hashem, it's the fact that we are, we feel you know, uh, upset, we, 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 we can't make peace with exile and it bothers us and this propels us to do Torah mitzvahs, this builds the Beis HaMikdash. The fact that we feel the destruction actually helps build the third Beis HaMikdash. So this is the connection between the Shvurei Lev, the brokenheartedness, and the building of the Beis HaMikdash, that is through the our brokenheartedness of, through the fact that we feel the destruction is bothering us and is propelling us to do more good deeds. This is what's actually building the Beis HaMikdash. Hashem should help with Shemera to see the third Beis HaMikdash speedily, speedily in our days. Amen. Plastic Take is produced by Tudal's Podcast Productions, producers of The Daily Boost, The Weekly Fabrengen, Power Fabrengen, and Mashiach Mindset Audio. Available on all podcast platforms.